Good evening, Internet. Hello, hello. Assalamu alaikum, shalom, and holla holla bling bling to <laughs> all my bitches. Always holla bling bling, baby. <laughs> We're back. Again? Again. I haven't been cancelled yet. We've been busting out some episodes this week, haven't we? Fucking hell yeah. You are not going to know what's coming next. <laughs> <laughs> so... Hey, we got some proper good stuff in the pipeline, I think. We got some fire coming down the pipe now. Hell yeah. Yeah. Right. Who we got on tonight, Marlon? We got a very, very special guest. We got a Titch on. Hello. How are you, mate? Yeah, all right, mate. Living the dream? Special guest, though. Special. Special. In what way? Oh, I don't want to say that too much. <laughs> <sighs> hello, Marlon. Hello, Reg. <laughs> hello, hello. Thanks for coming in, man. No worries. Thank you for inviting me on to this Awesome podcast. You're one of the very early adopters and big fans of the podcast. I thought it'd be rude not to have you on, but it'd be an interesting bloke well, to have yeah, on. So you know. big time supporter. Yeah, big time supporter. You know, the fucking first couple of weeks, Marlon. Well, first week, Marlon was sending me screenshots of you just being like, "Fucking love the podcast, oh, mate! Man. I love it." As soon as it was put up, I was like, "Fucking yes, I am listening to this." And I started listening to it. Got about ten minutes in, I was like, "Right, put everything down. Right, I'm <laughs> listening to this for the rest <laughs> of the hour." I'm literally just sat there in my bed, just like. Oh, brilliant honestly but it is fucking hilarious and i was like i said so i text marl straight away i was like marl this is quality and he was like look you know at some point we'll get you on i was like yes <laughs> <laughs> the second he texted me saying we got we got a slot coming up and you know do you want to come on or anything i was like yeah i'm in <laughs> i see you're like, king you're king i was like get me on so how do we know you so i guess it's through cars like, we had mutual friends, and it was all through the car scene back in the days. I'm talking probably nine years ago, maybe. Probably longer than that. I reckon it was back 2000, 2010, 2011, maybe. I reckon probably since then. Met through friends and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, met through the car scene. Had all the cars, did all the mods. All the mods. All of the mods. And, uh, yeah, just sort of, you know, hanging about in car parks like bad men. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, that's probably where it all started off, really. Um, probably, yeah, just meeting in the car park with the old Ignis. Oh, yeah, baby. You loved that Ignis, oh, didn't you? She was a queen. She was a fucking beauty, mate. I do miss that a little bit. I have recently tried to buy another one, and they will you stop? They're all fucking rotten. Please stop <laughs> buying cars. <laughs> I can't help it. Honestly, it was like when you ca when you came out in that Ignis. I remember the first day you bought it. Actually, I remember you came out and everyone's like, "What the fuck <laughs> yeah, is what that? The fuck it is, is that? literally a box with four wheels. Legit, it's like an upturned skip. Yeah. It's like a Lada upturned uh, skip on wheels. You fucking loved it. I remember you loved it, and I thought to myself, well. As long as he loves it, just let him get on with it. <laughs> as long as he's happy. <laughs> and so, yeah, we just sort of left you to it. But then we actually, for some reason, came round to it eventually. And, uh, well, it yeah. was a good car. <sighs> <laughs> it was a good fucking car. And I then I think I remember, I'm pretty sure I remember you in the Polo. In the Lupo, sorry. In the Lupo, In yeah. the Lupo, mate. Little, little Red Lupo. The God. Little Red Lupo. That was... Back in the day, mate. That was. That would have been... Oh, Jesus. I would have been 17, so that would have been 10 years ago, which yeah. is fucking terrifying to think about. But, yeah, man. Yeah, because I don't think I long passed my test. So that was about 10 years ago then. Yeah. And uh, 10, sort of 10, yeah, ish years ago, so... 
Now, yeah, I, I've I got a pretty it. bad memory, so I, I want to say you had a 6N2. I did. Fuck yes, God. Fucking somebody had to. God, I'll tell you what. Uh, you I'm watch surprised your, you, know, <laughs> you remember that. Watch your tongue. I love the 6N2. <laughs> I always yeah, did. I wanted a GTI. Somebody else did. My 6N2 was badass, mate. I bought it for someone actually yeah. on this estate. It was it was he uh, R thirty two guy. Yes. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, it I was bought the it checker roof. Yes, that's it. So it had a checkered roof when I bought it. It was a GTI, it, yeah. No, it wasn't. No, it was a one point four, man. So you're the same block as me then, because I had the one point four. Was yours a seventy five brake or the hundred brake? Hundred brake, mate. Same as mine in the Lupo Sport. <laughs> Winner, boys. <laughs> seventy five so or hundred brake. And uh, I had the the checkered roof, and it started to peel, and I was like, I'm gonna get it redone. So I thought, well, I took it down to my, my guy that wraps all the cars and does all the, my vinyls for me. And I was like, oh, I want it redone just because I think it's quite cool. I, God knows why I thought it was quite cool. It, it, it was, though, wasn't it? It was back in the day. It was fucking cool. Well, back whenever day. somebody needs to play yeah. chess on a roof. Because uh, all the Fiesta STs, some of the Fiesta yeah. STs come out standard yeah. with the checkered yeah. roofs, didn't they? So it was yeah. the in thing. Well, I said to him, look, I want to go something a bit different. And he said, well, why don't we go for like a jigsaw puzzle? And I said, all right. You know, That's yeah. right, yeah. So he said, well, what we'll do is we'll do a jigsaw puzzle. And I thought, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. So anyway, I went down to him and he had each jigsaw puzzle individually, mate. Oh, I, reckon there was, I reckon there was 300 jigsaw pieces, mate, that he put on individually on the roof, mate. And honestly, Fuck. he did a fucking spot on job of it. And I That's was some well fucking impressed. work, mind. Oh, it was a hell of a fucking job, mate. And this was back in the day when he was in, literally in a shed. And yeah, it was, oh, mate, I loved it. I thought it was quite fucking cool, mate. Yeah, if you want to give him a shout out, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, Southwest Tintin, down in Wellington. Fucking good man. He's he's improved massively now and he's uh, done all my stuff since, which I'm sure we'll get onto. You know, mm. Yeah, yeah, we'll get him. So, what we'll do, uh, obviously, you've listened to us before. Mm-hmm. We've got some solid guest questions. The solid guest questions. Oh, here we go. What's here the first go. one, Reg? I'll kick us off. It is What does the sesh mean to you? What does the sesh mean to me? I'm quite a chilled one, you know? Um, I'm not a massive. Like drinker as such, like I'm, I don't mind a beer or six, but like I'm not like a vodka or shots drinker. So I'm just like quite cool for like a, like a you know a chilled one with the lads, you know, having a few Coronas. Coronas my my drink of choice. So you know. Well, you do well here then, because you know, yeah, there's quite a lot of them here. Yeah, I gotta know? say, anyone that's seen the recent Instagram stories probably understands that we live for Corona in we this. We do part. like a do, we do like a good Corona. We do, we do. It's weird, isn't it? Like coronavirus came about. But I was already drinking Corona, and everyone was like, "Gone, oh, Corona mad!" And it I'm was like, like it was the only thing left in the shop, wasn't yeah. it? Because no one wanted yeah, to no. touch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, it other. shows you the average intelligence of people in general, doesn't <laughs> it? Does. That's, that's the best thing. It's best thing when people go when people started off and they were like, "Corona, Corona beer gives you coronavirus," and I'm like, "Are you fucking for real?" Like, <laughs> all up s- in a single mum's group, like <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think like the sesh, like yeah, so. My nightclub days are long gone. Oh, we'll yeah, I heard that. Days. I heard that. So we're all right. um, we all remember the old DOS days. Oh, so, and uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. So bit of Xbox, bit of chilling out, just you know, just music. kicking it like not a mad just one. Kicking, not a mad one, but you know, after six, eight, ten, twelve beers, you know, <laughs> who knows what happens? Get a little bit loose. <laughs> <laughs> Get a bit loose. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, it's the first sort of like mm. more relaxed, uh, you know, take on the sesh we've had. Most people are like, yeah, I want to get fucked up and shoot someone. <laughs> <laughs> We're the boys, though. We're the boys. We're the, the boys, yeah. So, best cure for a hangover? Hangover cure. I don't really get hangovers. I fucking what? hate you. So I'm one of these people, you know, I listened to the previous podcast and it was like, oh, what you do for hangovers and everything like that. 
I don't really care. I'm like, I, you know, I wake up in the morning, fresh as a daisy, you know, I'm, I'm all good, you know. There has been a couple of times when I have woke up in the morning and thought, fuck, you know, last night was a bit <laughs> of a fucking mad one. Can you still get up, though? Like, can you still, like, if you... Yeah, it, I can those, still get up, yeah. Yeah, you can still get you up, still get up, up function. and function. Yeah. normally like yeah, a normal person. Yeah, I can... Well, when you say function normally, it functions somewhat. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the best thing for, I think, for it, McDonald's breakfast. It's got to be. That's a good chat. Yeah. yeah. McDonald's yeah, breakfast, yeah. sausage and egg muffin every day. Ah, uh, it's all no about egg. bacon. Bacon? It's all about the bacon. Oh, I can't oh, do no, the bacon. Not, not, oh, not McDonald's bacon, really. Streaky, baby. Like I don't mind the streaky bacon. But just it's the breakfast bacon. The microwaved breakfast bacon. <laughs> I mean... That thing has never seen a grill. No, fuck me, no. I don't think they know how to use a grill. <laughs> just ripping <sighs> McDonald's here. But yeah... Bre- uh, but I do love McDonald's, though. Yeah, man. Well, as long as you can get up early enough for it. Half the time. Oh, no, I, go, I wake up in some sort of like days and think, right, oh yeah, like last night was pretty keen, like... I should go for McDonald's breakfast and you look at the time and it's one o'clock in the afternoon and you're like, <laughs> fuck, I miss that shit. Shit. <laughs> Off the well, boat, baby. Uh, maybe tomorrow. Because there's no hope of you, Marlon, ever seeing a McDonald's breakfast. No, fuck me. Send, send a missus, mate. Send a <laughs> missus. Fuck's sake. Love it. Mm. All right, then. Most mental thing that's happened on a night out. Oh, As we said before, see. this kind of sets the tone. It sort of sets the not the bar, but kind of gives us an idea of how far you're willing to go within the whole podcast and how what oh. you are willing to reveal. Well, I think I've been thinking about this one. I got to be a little bit careful. Uh, that's fine. No, no. You. So I was thinking, right? I don't know how far I can go with it, but I went out on a night out with my ex-employer. Now it's quite a big company. And we went out for a Christmas meal, as you do. And we went out to a local golf course, which they rented out the, the golf course and the sort of the area for the evening and free bar all night. Little did they keen. know. Yeah, so I drove keen. there thinking, I'm just going to have a few, maybe, you know, get a taxi home or whatever like that. But when I seen the free bar, I thought... Red rag to a ball. <laughs> Getting lit tonight. Let's get on. So uh, I did. And, you know, like I said, I'm not a massive drinker, but I thought I'd have a few and they're free. End up having a few too many, as you do. And, uh, yeah, I don't really remember much of the night. What I do remember is waking up in the morning in someone's house. And it wasn't my house. (laughs) I just remember waking up. (laughs) I mean... So like I said, I'm not a massive drinker. When I do drink, it's the opposite end of the scale. It's pretty bad. So I don't remember anything. I remember waking up in his house and looking around and going, fucking hell, like, where the fuck am I? And uh, I'm looking around, there's pink walls. I'm like, it's definitely in my <laughs> house. This, I've got no idea who this house is. Anyway, so I've... No one else there. No one else there. So I've got up, crept down the stairs, and there's baby photos on the wall. Oh, shit. And I'm like, where the fuck am I? Who the fuck's house is this? I've gone down the stairs. Still can't hear anything. So I've crept out the door. I've gone out the door and I've walked up the road a bit and I've realised where I am. I'm not actually that far away from my, my house. So I thought, right, well, you know, get on, get Run, back home. Let's go. So I've gone back home and I got a call from work probably a few hours later. And he said, oh, we need someone to do the night shift. You know, can you, like, afternoon night shift, can you come in? And I was pretty hanging. I was like, yeah, all right, yeah, you know, I'll come in. 
Anyway, we had a conversation at work, and uh, I said to someone, mate, honestly, you would never believe what happened last night. I woke up in some, someone's house, right? It's baby photos and everything. I don't know who the fuck house what it was. And they said, oh, you were quite, kind of keen on the old <laughs> transaction manager over there. And I'm thinking... <laughs> transaction manager? I'm thinking... Hey? What? I'm not going to go into names, but I said, what, what, her? her? And he was like, yeah, you were pretty keen on her last night. So I was like, fucking hell, all right. Anyway, she walked past me. I said, all right. She completely ignored me. <laughs> oh, oh, you know. no. <laughs> oh, no. So it turns out... Yeah, me and her may have kicked it off. The old transaction manager. Old transaction manager. Ended up at her house, right? She's got kids, right? But she had already gone to work that morning, right? And just left me in the bed. Fuck, <laughs> didn't even wake you up enough. Nothing. Jeez. Nothing. I'd gone to work. No odds. I worked there for about another year and a half and she didn't speak to a word to me <laughs> ever since. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, that was probably the most mental thing that's happened to me because I was still in disbelief that it ever actually happened. I literally woke up in a house. I've got the house to myself, some random person's house. I didn't even lock it. Didn't even <laughs> lock the house. <laughs> left this person's house and just, just thought, ah, Just give it. it a big Irish goodbye. Just yeah, slip out yeah. the back. Uh, sort of, the problem was with, like, I don't, like, I'd lost my shirt as well. So I was just wearing oh, a random oh, shirt. Oh, she tore that off. Shirt. I've got no idea. I was, it was literally running back to my house in these smart, you know, trousers, shoes and stuff. With random fucking shirt on. Honestly, mate. I've never, uh, After that, I was like, fuck me. Like, what the fuck? So yeah, uh, I sort of cotton on to what happened. She never spoke to me. She still hasn't spoken to me now. And this was years ago. I keep seeing her every now and again and sort of giving her the old nod. And she she completely knows me. And I'm thinking, fuck me. Yeah, she remembers that night. Father she got it, baby. Father of kids still looking for that fucking missing shirt. <laughs> She's had a kid since, I wonder. Cool, could it be mine? <laughs> Maybe. Revelations coming out on the oh, podcast. Shit. Oh. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Yeah, if he comes out loving polos, he'll know where to look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, it's fucking good. So how's the week been? Week's been all right. Mm-hmm. Week's been all right. No, it's been... It's just been another week in paradise, I suppose. Another week in paradise. Your week, Marlon? Oh, we're living a dream this week, mate. You are living yeah, a dream. We got, you, yeah, we've got some good stuff going on at the minute. Uh, maybe some new horizons opening up. There's been so, a, um, a lack of bitching from you this week, which is good. We've got positive things going on. It's nice to hear. It's nice to hear. Yeah. I'll release it later on at some point. But yeah, we got some good things going on. I'm glad to hear it. Good to hear. Um, I I will. I have to put it out there. Bit of a downer. But big shout out to my mate Sparky, who passed away this week in a car crash in Taunton. Uh, well, Taunton Wellington way. So big car fan. And uh, yeah, so he passed away this week. So I thought, well, I'm going on today. I thought I'll give it a little bit of a... Give him a little bit of shout out. Dedicate this one to you know to him. You know, Fucking sorry to a, hear that. He was a good. He was a good man. Good man. So I thought, you know what, you know, on Monday, he, yeah, the car crash happened. It sort of shocked us all, really. So I thought, well, I'll come on today, give him a little bit of a shout out because he was a he was a good bloke. But yeah, no, sorry for your loss, yeah, man. Damn. Sucks. Fucking hell. Yeah. But I'm glad the uh, the podcast is going well. You know. Yeah, the views yeah, looking good still. Yeah, everything's oh, yeah. everything's on the up and up. 
the main thing is when people share on Instagram, if they're, when they're listening, hit up, uh, tag us uh, in the doghouse, take a picture of where you're listening, when you're listening, what you're doing. Yeah, helps it's hugely. Uh, in the one. underscore doghouse underscore. Uh, yeah, we're gonna, I think people will get the message in the end about how our shit our handle is because we say it every episode about four times. <laughs> We've what got is a, going on with that? Oh, well, oh, I did, so people we, have what we want. Late to the game, man. We were late to the game. Everybody had them. We were there for ages trying to find the yeah. right handle. And I was like, Marlon, this is like the best we've got. It's like in the underscore doghouse underscore. And then the Twitter is like at in the doghouse 69, which oh, I, yeah. I like did that. that. So I looked and looked and I was like, fuck it, I'm having 69. I'm uh, that childish. We also have a Facebook page, which is doing like piss poor, well, mainly because uh, I manage it. Well, and it, I don't really like no, Facebook. No, Facebook is for... Uh, Instagram's the way to go, I think. Yeah, Insta yeah. Instagram's lit. Definitely. Instagram it is the way to go. Instagram is lit. Yeah, the Instagram is fucking lit. Facebook is so it's, 2020. It, it is, yeah. It is. I think it's on the I think it's on the down and down. I think it is. We don't tell the old uh, the bosses of uh, Facebook, but I think it is on the download. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to become a Bebo. It's oh, cool. yeah. or a MySpace. Oh, that's yeah. a bit of a who, isn't it? Or, or a Google Plus. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. Oh. I'm glad somebody else understands the who. Who? Who? <laughs> I love a game of who. Me and my mate James, right? We play who all the time. We just send random voice notes to each other while we're at work. Just like, just like anything you, that we think of. Do you know the who, Marlon? No. Oh, oh. Marlon, come on, man! Right, we're gonna have to give you. We'll do, we'll do a little game of who. So if I said I'll send you a fax, then Titch would go. Who? <laughs> <laughs> it's the most crazy game. It's, it's not even a game. It's like whenever somebody mentions something, if you're like, oh, yeah, fucking hell. Remember when, oh, I don't know. Oh, is it, do you remember Khalees? How? <laughs> anything like, it's anything okay. retro or old school. It yeah. just doesn't, it's not in the vernacular. It's not it relevant now. It's not, yeah, yeah, anything that's not relevant. They're like Beyblades. Oh. oh, do you remember the old Beyblades? Yeah, we used to, me and my mate used to stick Stanley knives to them. Honestly, right? <laughs> I was talking to my mate about these. He doesn't remember them. And I'm like, how do you not remember Beyblades? I was there, right, with a stone, right? And chiseling down my Beyblade on a stone to make it the sharpest possible whilst in the arena. And I remember, right, like I said, my memory's shit. But I remember being in the fucking, we had this plastic arena. In the arena, yeah, thousands of fans yeah, around. And we fucking, I pulled this fucking Beyblade and it was so sharp, it went through the arena. <laughs> <laughs> ah yeah, we better and they soon got banned from the school and I'm fucking like, oh. full send. Yeah, so um, everything got banned from school though, didn't everything. it? Oh yeah. We had Pokemon cards banned from school. Yeah, so did we. Because, you know, they became too competitive. And some idiot would trade a Blastoise for like a fucking Honestly. trainer card and Honestly. then they'd go crying to their mum and uh, Pokemon cards are banned, aren't they? The other thing that got banned from school, do you remember Winders? Yeah. Winders, Why right? Winders they were banned? banned from my school, right? Because people were choking on them because they were taking the whole lot off and just shoving it in their mouth all at once. And they got banned. I'm like, fuck me. Well, that's fucking natural selection, right? If anyone's going to do that, let them fucking choke. That's it. And if any, of those, if any of those girls grew up, I'm sure they know how to take fucking <laughs> length. <laughs> 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 We are 19 minutes in and it's degenerated. <laughs> what does Cinderella say when she got to the ball? <laughs> <laughs> fucking love that one. That is one of my favourite jokes at the moment. Oh, so yeah, that's what's going on this week then. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking... Oh man. I do have a, a little bit of sad news. Yeah. Oh. Fucking DMX mind. Oh, you seen yeah. that? Yeah, DMX? Yeah. DMX? You know? Yeah. X, go and give it to you. Go give it to you. Um, had a heart attack. No way. Yeah, from an overdose. He was living the fucking dream. God. 
He's going out like ODB. He's, he's in fucking critical OBD? condition at the minute. OBD. OBD. Well, in critical I, I hope he gets well soon, but from an overdose, he was going a good time, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he would If he goes he out, been fucking he, goes right out up. He, he, he goes up the way he yeah. should be. You know? Because he, he was always going to give it to you. We've we've lost so many so many good talents to the Hollywood cocktail, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, fucking the fucking hell. drugs and booze. Oh, the ODB man, fucking old dirty bastard. Yeah, shimmy shimmy yeah, shimmy yeah, shimmy you. Yeah, who else we lost? Oh, Winehouse, fucking yeah, man, we'd be here all she day. She should have gone to rehab. <laughs> but she yeah. said no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, she said no, no, no. Man. So, what, um, where is he? Where is he? He must be California based, surely. Is he? He's a. Um, is he? He's a West Coast rapper, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he is, on yeah. the Google. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, we needed Jamie so Jamie. badly. Sorry, can we say? Can we say Google on this? Yeah, we can say. Is, yeah, that, is that yeah. advertising? Yeah, it's not fucking. All right, get on the old Google. <laughs> get on the Other old search Google. engines are available. <laughs> so he's in grave condition. Fuck me, that is. Oh shit, um, that's bad. Then is that DMX? Yeah, looks like fucking Stevie Wonder. New York, baby. New York. Oh, I, New, thought yeah. a, I thought he was in a, a New York yeah. hospital. I thought he was a West Coast rapper. He was kind of about. Oh, he's um. Yeah. I fucking love DMX. Like that was like the first probably. Ah, see, I, track. I said this to you earlier. I I have conflicting opinions on DMX. And I loved his music. I absolutely adored it. You know, like um, all his album covers were him with a fucking grip pit bull at the yeah. end of a chain, and like he he put across this persona that he fucking loved pit bulls and he loved these. You know, they were his like his world, and obviously. I've got a ball breed. So I reckon I, you could pull that off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just have it on the end of a chain. <laughs> yeah. And then, I, Reggie's I want to see that, an Instagram post with you, which is that fat fucking hench dog over there. Re on the Reggie, go and give it to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, my, uh, my problem with DMX, I found out at a later date, a few sort of like a few years ago, is that I found that he's been done a few times for animal abuse charges. That's it. Not, yeah. uh, starving his pit bulls to death. Not looking no after him, yeah, man. So I was just like, man, fun. You know, I don't wish, I don't wish ill health on anyone. But after I found out that he was like, you know, he'd done shit to his like dogs. And I judge. I said to you earlier, I judge a person on how they treat fucking animals. Yeah. Yep. And like, if you let your dog starve to death, it's you're fucking a disgusting, fucking piece it? of shit. I mean, it's the same with a lot of rappers and a lot of a lot of artists. Like, they can be a shitty person, doesn't mean they can't put out yep. fucking beats. Yeah. Like, Gary yep. Litter stuff. I still fucking I love glitter. I mean, yeah. not rock and I, roll, baby. I, I don't know what he's done or his, his hobbies, <laughs> shall we say? <laughs> but man, uh, yeah, you know, and Rolfie, Rolfie Harris. I don't mind a bit of Rolf Harris. Uh, yeah. Tommy can go down, sport. Yeah, well, I saw him at Glastonbury, man. I saw him at Glastonbury, and we were like, "Yes, Rolf Harris." And a year later, we're like, "Oh, fuck oh no. shit, no, Rolf don't Harris. say that out loud." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking Marketing. can't say anything nowadays. No, no you can't. And without it's, offending it's, someone, we've not been cancelled yet because Marlon is really good at editing. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I fucking yeah. So uh, I guess I'm not allowed to talk about Madeline McCann. <laughs> Well, as long as you say it's your opinion, uh, yeah. <laughs> not as fact. I think it's not to pick on one certain group, it's to spread your opinion Sp spread, over lots of spread groups. Spread the hate. I don't believe parents that kill the kids. You don't believe the parents kill the kids? No, I don't believe in parents killing their kids. That's something Sam Morrison told me to tell me. Mule told me to tell me. <laughs> he said, make sure you mention, mention Madeline. I'm like, fucking hell, I don't want to get that in conversation. <laughs> That's 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 him to a T though, isn't it? It is just, really, yeah, isn't it? Try and work yeah. in some really obscure topic at some point, or really provocative topic. 
I got a great story to tell you about him later on when it comes to cars. <laughs> a, a, a PG story as well. So it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. It's the only PG story I can make out about him. <laughs> Shock. <laughs> so it's the first time seeing the bar. What do you think? Every, every other guest we've had on has either been in here on the fucking piss. Yep. You know, what's your thoughts on it? Well, I'm sober and I think it's quite cool. I think it's fucking wicked. Got the seat in area over here. This is, yeah, they came out of my first Range Rover. Yeah, I'm not sure about this, the actual seats themselves. Have we invited another guest on that hates P38s? <laughs> let me, let me, uh, the let thing me. Is, I, whoever we invite on, nobody is really going to like. No, to Range be fair, Rovers. unless I get one of my friends on that I know through P38s. Yeah, one of your Range Rover actual friends. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I did already, I did invite one of them on and he said the world is not ready for my views, so. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I was like, okay. He was like, I will get you cancelled. But, yeah, so, you, mm. you know what the P38 is, the P38 I Range Rover. I do know what the P38 is. Um, the whole Land Rover brand. Hey, well, we, we'll get into cars, like I said, we'll get into cars oh, later, yeah. but I know you've owned a Land Rover in the past, <laughs> oh! so yeah, don't worry. Best I, and worst car I've ever fucking owned, I'll I, tell you that. I am well aware. Everyone that I know who's uh, just owned normal cars and then all of a sudden bought a Land Rover, I'm like, I'll remember that forever. <laughs> I will remember that. But yeah, I mean, it is fucking wicked in here, isn't it? It is really cool. I love it. I love it. The The Corona bottles are somewhat... Is that Pit Vipers? Oh yeah, there's Marlon. Oh yeah, yeah, they're mine. Marlon. So you got some? Yeah, yeah. Some genuine. No, no, no. They're oh, Chinese ones. Wish.com pit vipers. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, you can't really tell the difference. I think the only thing that slightly. I remember the, from one of the, the episodes you were talking about pit vipers, and I was like, I fucking love pit vipers. The they only thing are, are, you you cannot really tell the difference nah. between some genuines and some fakies. I think nah. the only the only thing that slightly gives it away is the print on the top is slightly off. Not off, but it's slightly different to the genuine ones, but you wouldn't know. I, I actually will buy some genuine ones now I have Where'd these. Where did you get these from? Uh, eBay. eBay? eBay UK. <laughs> Solid uh, £19. Pounds. Oh, nice. They are fucking cool. Oh, I've got shut. a story about sunglasses, actually. Right? I went on Wish.com. Oh. I, love a, I love a Wish you buy. Love, uh, yeah. He loves Wish.com yeah. as well. I love a Wish buy, right? Because you never know what's going to turn up. Yeah. So it is, it's like, it's like my, Christmas. My missus is well into like Harry Potter and Disney and all that bollocks. Somebody has to be. Oh, we should have had you on for unpopular opinions. You'd have backed me. Honestly, <laughs> she fucking loves it. I better be nice because she probably would be listening to this. <laughs> anyway, she wanted some Lego because she's quite into her Lego in her spare time, you know, and stuff like that. So I was like, right, okay, well, this is Disney Castle. I thought I'll buy you that, you know, because it, like, it was only like 20 quid. I thought I'll get you that. Waited six weeks for it. Still hadn't turned up. Package came in the post. Pair of Ray-Bans. And uh, I thought, I didn't order any Ray-Bans. <laughs> anyway, they're fucking genuine. Well, they look what? genuine. Well, they look genuine. They're Ray-Barnies. I mean, they've got all the logos on them. they got the, the the leaflet with them. they got the, you know, the cleaning. They've got a town on that fucking oh, presentation. Oh, they got all of it. And I'm thinking, I have never ordered Ray-Bans. I looked at it. <laughs> Right, your Lego is being delivered today. I'm like, no, it definitely fucking hasn't. <laughs> like, that is definitely not what I ordered. But um, I've still got the Ray-Bans now. I still wear them. <laughs> fucking quality. I tell everyone they're genuine. I only paid £9 for them, but... <laughs> winner, winner. Yeah. But I'm liking these Vipers, these Pit Vipers, man. Mate, I, I, I've, I've been watching too much American shirt, basically. Oh, mate. I love and obviously it. we had to go with the uh, cheetah print because yep. um, fuck Carol Baskin. Oh, Carol Baskin. <laughs> 
that is something that's coming out this week, isn't it? Yeah, coming they got new series. They got new series. Shut up. And and yeah. the um I see old Louis Thoreau is doing a thing yeah, on it this week. That's as gonna well. be good. So they Is that coming out this week as well? This is coming out yeah. this week. So that's gonna be good. Fucking hell. So she definitely did it. She oh, she oh, did. Yeah, without a doubt. Oh, he's under the septic tank, isn't he? He is. He's somewhere there. Sunglasses. When we go for our break and we get the guest beers out, I will go and get my very special sunglasses. <laughs> which don't. How can you fucking laugh when you've got stood in front of a set of pit vipers there? I don't have the player, baby. I have. I have, I have the most. Have you ever seen it? Fuck it. Oh, you suit them all oh. the fuck. Oh yeah, baby. I'm gonna have to get myself some of these. Yeah. Jesus so Christ. 80s. I love it. They're not, even, they're not even from the 80s, but they just look. Yeah, garish as fuck. Proper old school. Have you ever seen a film called Rock and Roller? Yes. Do you know there's a scene in it where Toby Kebbell is smoking a fucking great big crack pipe and he's naked and he's dancing around to yes. Bank Robber by The Clash? Yes. Do you remember the sunglasses he was wearing? <laughs> yes. I have three pairs of those. Jesus Christ. I just got issues. Kazal 856s and they are genuine 80s sunglasses. I'll get them in a minute and we'll go We'll go back into sunglasses. <laughs> Riveting <laughs> topics we talk about on this podcast. Uh, we- one thing I have got to mention though. You've just lost the game. No! No, I didn't! No, you cannot do that! I've literally got that written down to say, right? Look at that, right? I've got it written down there to say that you've just lost the fucking game, right? I fucking know you, mate. I cannot believe you got in there before me. Also, shout out to Mule. Mule, you've just lost the game as well. Shout out to Mule, you've just lost it, haven't you? I cannot believe that. I am absolutely (laughs) fucking fuming now. Oh man, <laughs> mate, we're fucking on it, mine as hosts. Honestly, it goes back years, doesn't it? Yeah, I it, well, years. Yeah. I was looking. It keeps coming up in my time thing <laughs> yeah. on Facebook, saying you lost a game from like six years ago, and I'm like, for fuck's sake! I cannot believe that. Everyone that's listening has now lost the game as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so, Sorry. Much, so much rage. And so if you don't much. know what the game is, and you haven't fucking lived, <laughs> <laughs> at us on Instagram with your rage. <laughs> Push them analytics up. Oh. oh. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I am absolutely <laughs> raging by that. Oh, well. Here we go. Right. So, what is it you do for a living then, Tej? So, I am a fully accredited service technician. And that is a fancy word, fancy term for... Mechanic. mechanic. You are a spanner monkey. I am indeed. I am indeed a technical spanner monkey working on those tools. Yeah, I've got their full accreditation and everything. I've got certificates and all sorts, but at the end of the day, still fixing heaps of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know your fate. Honestly. I, yeah. So what, uh, so what is it sort of stuff you work, work on? Just genuine day, general, gen, general day-to-day Yeah, cars. general day-to-day stuff. Uh, I specialise in sort of the VAG group. Um, as I mean, such, Volkswagen, Audi, and everything like that. It's, it's pretty, pretty good special. that I do. Pretty good that I do do that because they're always breaking down. So, oh, I, I don't know. I don't have that problem at all. No, I'm it, it, one of the most reliable vehicles in the world is a Land Rover. We all know that. <laughs> I'm fucking with y'all. I'm on the spanners every week. <laughs> Range Rover. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Every time it's one of. I tell you what, it's one of my pe- my pet hates when it comes in the workshop. I get a Range Rover in or any sort of Land Rover or a Volkswagen Transporter. Those are my two biggest hates. Yeah, my next door neighbor had a Transporter and he was <sighs> not, he got rid of it very 
yeah, quite quickly after I moved in. After most overrated think, things ever. I think the tur is it the turbos on the T fives are, are just obscenely expensive yep. and a pain in the ass to fit. Yep. Yeah, he was he was bitching about that, and then it left quite quickly after. Yep. Oh, go on then. Tell us what most hated job in the garage, work wise. What is your like? If you something it's like you're on about then. If something comes in and it's like you've got to do a clutch on an X, what? Um, I'm not sure really. I mean, obviously, general stuff. Obviously, day in day out is servicing. I hate servicing. You'll probably know this from Fords, right? Pollen filter on a Ford, Ford Fiesta. You ever experienced that? Ah, uh, once or twice. Yeah. So, or or. The 5.5mm one uh, spanner required for a Fiat 500. 5.5 spanner? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on, what kind of snap-on right. shit are you bastards buying? So, Fiat 500, I've got a pollen filter that's in the centre, right, behind the pedals, blah, 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 and requires a 5.5mm spanner. I had to buy the spanner specifically for it, right, and it still doesn't fucking fit in there, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, I know your pain. Like, yeah. I've got everything from fucking, I think I've got three mil to 13 in quarter inch. Three mil? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You can get, as I don't know if the listeners know, I am a, what do you call it, a weekend warrior on the spanners. I know enough to kind of get things Your range fixed. is 10 mil and upwards, isn't it? Mm. Oh, some of, well. Well, he's got an adjustable set, Annie. Ah. Oh, shut up. That's the, funny, that's the funny thing about Land Rover, especially Defenders. Uh, a few years back, I re rebuilt a Defender. With an adjustable spanner? It, might, it, it was in memory of my mum who passed, and it was her car, so we, like, down to the chassis and back up, no ramp, which is quite a feat, I think. Um, and you'd be, you'd be undoing something on one side, and you're like, fucking 15 mil, what the fuck is this? So you'd be undoing this thing, 15 mil, and you go, oh, go to the other side, 12. <laughs> Same bolt. <laughs> yeah. That is Land Rover's quality control. Oh, yeah. Through and through. And uh, that's the kind of shit I liken yeah. it to. Oh, Dave, what we got left in the bucket? Yeah, that is uh, that is the joke I make all the fucking time. <clears throat> I don't know. I might have. I don't know if I've told the story before. But so we were stripping this car down to its bare bones and back up. And I'm inside and I'm pulling up this sound deadening that we've got in the tub of the rear of it. And it's this thick carpet. And I was pulling it up slowly. And you could see as you were pulling it up, it was obviously double-sided tape that was holding it to the tub. I'm pulling it up and I'm pulling it up. And as I'm pulling it up, I sort of see the tape and it the the, the line of tape they've laid is comes off to a taper at an end. I was like, hmm, that's weird. And the other side really did not want to come up. I was there with solvent sprays, scrapers, everything. And I was really struggling. And I finally got it up. And I realized this last line of tape that I'd pulled up, why it came to a taper is because it was the end of the roll of tape. Now, instead of going to the parts store or wherever when they were building this car back in 98, then what we got? We got in a, what you got in a bin there, Dave? Yeah, that'll fucking do. Yeah, yeah, we'll have that. Just smeared a load of fucking glue just all <laughs> over the fucking tub. And it was, I was just like, this, this is 90s Land Rover. This is why you nearly went bust. <laughs> it was the Freelander that saved you from going bust because this kind of fucking workmanship was what you were putting out. And this was on a special edition vehicle. They made 500 and of them and they were just Freelander like, Freelander saved them. Yeah, That's saying something. And they were like, no, 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 that I fucking do. So fucking love a free yeah. land of mine. Just <laughs> fucking that. That's, that's my little rant. That's my little 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 rant about uh, Land Rover's quality control in the nineties. What a specific fucking topic I've gone into here. You love them, don't you? you oh, really oh, mate, do. absolutely. Like it's unreal. I, it's, it's in the blood. I just can't stop it. I just we were myself, and my partner were talking earlier about you know 
when we go, you know, moving on, thinking about having kids at some point. And so I was saying, what sort of vehicle should we have? And my sensible brain was saying, Golf, Kia, seven-year warranty, Hyundai, seven-year warranty, yeah. that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, but yeah. you buy an Atchet, you sell your soul because they are the most <laughs> boringest <laughs> pieces of shit I've ever come across. Sell your soul. Yeah. So I was like, that, that, you know, bang it on a finance deal. You know, you fucking, you got no worries. You just pay your finance deal and that's, you're done. Now, that was sensible brain. And then I pulled up behind a Freelander 2. And I was like, <laughs> oh, and I was looking at it. I was like, oh, that's that's the HSE Lux version. And I was like, that's oh. fairly well kitted out. I was thinking, oh, it's fucking there. You know, probably 15, 17 grand, something like that. So I could, you know, do that. Probably sometimes starts. I'll probably pay for that. It's a decent engine. I was like, well, it won't break down that much, surely. It's, yeah, it'd be all right. And she's there going, are you fucking serious? Are you fucking, if I have children and I get stranded somewhere and I have to wait for you to turn up with the fucking draper set of sockets going ah don't worry about it dolls it's the egr's got stuck bang, bang, bang. <laughs> so yeah that's that that's and that is an insight into my brain like i could just fucking ride around in a c1 like she does and life would be fucking easy but i i just don't because i just love it i just love it and i can't help it same with you same with you titch you love vw's Love hate relationship. Exactly the same. Exactly. Yeah, you love them, they hate you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. You've nailed it there, Marlon. You absolutely have. So on from that. Tell us a little bit, just before we cut to a break, about your current car. My current car? Yeah. I've got two. Ooh. You've taught you Tory bastard. I know. I've got a lovely Audi A4 estate, which is I do love an estate. Honestly, right? It's one of those cars where I should get rid of it, and you know I could get rid of it, but it, it you know it means more to me than to sell it. Anyway, really. yeah, you know I, I could get maybe a couple of grand for it, maybe it tops, but it's like a van. It's quality. Yeah, yeah I, I can chuck everything in the back of it and not give a damn. I, honestly, it's full up with stuff in the back at the moment, and it is literally like a van. I can put whatever on it. And then if I want to take everything back out and put all seats back up and, you know, yeah. it's all good, you know. And to be honest with you, I don't think I'll get rid of it for a long time. It's done 200,000 miles now. Oh, Lord. Still going strong, you know. Uh, what box is in it? Hmm? What box is in it? Standard six-speed. Manuel. Manuel. Really? I've gone for the Manuel. Okay. I'm an auto man. Yeah. I will I will admit, you know, in my older years, I've gone from, uh, from manual to an auto. Yeah. But... Yeah, I can't go. I haven't gone wrong with the uh, old six-speed manual. It's done me well. It's yeah, they me, are a strong it, box. It's done me well. That car, I, I will admit, it has done me fucking well. And over the years, it really hasn't cost me hardly anything. Two liter derv in it. Two liter derv, one forty yeah. brake, mapped. Uh, BKP. No BRE. Okay. So the BK, you got the BKD as well in that sort of model. Yeah. But yeah, there's, I got the BRE, which is the one forty. Put a little air filter in it, you know. Run it on Ooh. a Shell V power. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, only Shell V power as well, which is fucking all the money. No, I was say, that diesel V power. Diesel V power. All my cars have been run on V power. All Why? Of them. All of them. I don't know. I just um, put shit in mine. But then I got it mapped, and he was like, "What have you got? What? What? You know, what fuel are you running?" I'm like, oh, "I'm actually running V power." And he's like, "All right." So I got a little bit more ponies out of the old girl when I got it mapped. That's it. Always, always map the derves. Yeah, you know. You First know, thing I did EGR, when I did it. EGR still in. Still Why? In. 
Yeah. Wait, yeah, first, yeah, first yeah. thing I do... Emissions emissions regulations, you know, they're obviously quite strong, aren't they? So, you know, nah. catalytic converter still intact and everything like that. It's not. It's fucking everything. <laughs> 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 fucking lying cunt. I was looking at That's you it. thinking... First thing I was really? saying, always, because uh, I like my dubs as well, Yep. for the dailies, always got to have an estate. Yep. First thing out, map it, EDR yep. delete. Yeah, definitely. 100%. I ain't fucking with that. 100%. People so come what? into me all the time at the, at the garage like... You know, what can I do to you know make this better? And I'm like, get rid of well, I can't all the actually eco. Actually, really shit. say this. Yeah, I shouldn't as be saying this. As for an this. MOT test station, but yes. um, take your easy yard out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, especially as me as an MOT tester, I shouldn't be yeah. saying this. I say, just make it discreet. <laughs> just, just put blanking paint in there, but you know, make sure I don't see it. Yeah, yeah. but uh, and then uh, I got this crazy idea to get rid of the bat box as well, which was kind of a. You know, I was servicing the car and I sort of looked up at the exhaust and thought, fuck me, wouldn't it be good if I just, you know, chopped the exhaust there and put up a little bit of a turndown on the old existing pipe? Actually trying to relive the youth a little it's bit. Yeah, it, pretty yeah. much, yeah. So uh, uh, I've had a nice Uzu Trooper in with a, you know, back box replacement. So I cut the tip off that <laughs> and put a turndown on it. So now I'm running a standard back box that isn't connected to anything and just a little turndown halfway up the car. Fucking beautiful. That's slick. I've never heard of anyone doing that. It's fucking slick. Honestly, so everyone looks at it behind. It's got a standard derf. But anyway, that's my Audi. That's the non-important one because that's also the tow vehicle for my other vehicle, which oh. is my Nissan S14 200SX. Yeah. Skyline, as Mule calls it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. says nice skyline. Nice sky Yeah, oh, nice always. That was, a, that was a fucking huge joke back in the day because um, we were... I think we were at some car show somewhere and some random bloke came up to Mule. Mule was in his 14. Yep. And he was like, oh, fucking hell. Well, that's a nice Skyline, mate. <laughs> Mule went along with it. Yeah. He fucking just went along with it. And, yeah, well, well, that would have been probably five years ago mate, and it's it just carried on since then. It has just literally just every time, every time I post a photo on Facebook, nice, nice Skyline, mate. mate. <laughs> but yeah, so it is a full competition spec drift car, which it wasn't meant to be, to be fair. I know, I know what happens. You just get carried away with it. Right, story. Here we go. I was working for a dealership as a mechanic, and a guy pulls up in this completely boggo standard S14, right, black, in the 14 car park. 14 or 14A? 14A. Oh, yeah. In the car park. And uh, he gets out. He's about probably 60s, 70s, right? And he goes into the dealership. Oh, cool, that's quite nice, that is. That's, you know, well, you don't, a, you see, don't see a stock one. You don't see stock ones at all. Completely boggo. Anyway, I thought, you know, I'll catch him when he comes back out. So he comes back out and he said, oh, you know, I've just been looking for a new car to, you know, fit my dogs in, you know. So I'm looking to get rid of this one and, uh, you know, because I can't take dogs in this one. I said, well... You know, if you're ever looking to sell that one, just let me know. UK spec, JDM. UK spec, right? Completely UK spec. Didn't hear nothing. Three months. He come back in. I got. I was working on the car, and I said, "There's a guy here for you." Is there something about a Nissan? I said, "Oh, all right." Mm-hmm. Go back out. He said, "Yeah." So, uh, do you want to buy it? I was like, "Oh, I'll have a little look around it." Honestly, mate, it was the mintest car oh. you had ever seen. Right. And about what what had he been offered on trade on it? So he had been offered. Don't don't nothing. 
So he took it in for trade at a certain dealership, and they offered him £110 no! for it. No! Jesus Christ. Because it was a 20-year-old Nissan and with 80,000 miles on the clock. I've looked at it and gone, hmm, okay, one owner from you, serviced every six months with Nissan, with two books to prove, every six months Fuck. on the dot, regardless of mileage, right? He says, oh, I've got the boot, the uh, the uh, spare wheel, both the full size and the little one as well, with both boot floors to fit. It's got six CD changer. It's got all this. It's got all that. And I was there like, I cannot turn this down. I wasn't even looking for a car at the time. I was like, yeah. yeah well, it's like, one of those things, yeah. You... And I bought it an absolute steal. He said, oh, I know sort of what it's worth. And uh, You're thinking, fuck. Yeah. And uh, he... I wouldn't say he didn't know what it was worth, but it, I got it for a lot less than it should have been. Yeah. Bought it. Got it. Absolute right. mint. It needed a little bit of welding, as obviously old Nissans do. Yeah. That was the main reason he got rid of it, was because he went to Nissan, had an MOT, and it said, oh, it's got a bit of a hole in the rear subframe. It's going to be 1,100 quid to weld that one up. What? It was a pinhole. I, th I thought you were going to say 1,100 quid for a new subframe. No, 1,100 quid to, to sort that out. So he said, oh... Yeah, he said, oh, I wasn't really keen to pay that. Yeah, they main dealer bitches. Yep. Jesus. But, I mean, he sent me everything. You know, the videos that they do at main dealers of all the cars. He oh, sent yeah, me, all the walk-arounds. All the walk-arounds. He sent me all of those. He sent me everything. He had all these wallets of all the work that's ever done on it. You know, he's the first owner. He's, he's owned it from new. Everything. Fuck. And, yeah, I was like, fuck me, i got to steal you. And I kept those stories you don't hear anymore. Nope. nope. And uh, I was very lucky to get it. So I kept it in the garage and kept it standard and then got For 10 minutes bored. And we'll get into that straight after we get into our guest beer. We're going to cut to a short break now. I'm going to the fridge, get the guest beer, and we'll be back. And we're back. I am back from the fridge. What have I'm you back. got this week, Reg? Well, I've got your pick this week, which is Sierra Nevada, <laughs> California IPA, citrusy, and sessionable lager. Sessionable? What Se is sessionable? It's like, is that... the, it's, it, it's sesh. It's, it is it's, just... It's, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to... I, well, I can't, Getting I, keen. I haven't opened it yet. I can't say... I was going to say I don't want to get on the sesh on it, but we'll see. We'll see I like the, the bit on the top. Family owned. Operated and argued, argued over. over. Yeah. Where, where, where am I reading? Oh, oh yeah. What so, the hell? I'm hoping this is going to be good. No. Uh, I was going to say, Reg, you're going to read the I marketing was, bullshit. I was just trying to get ahead of you there. I was just trying to think, well, let's find some fucking marketing bullshit on it. But there actually isn't any. Let me no. talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to go see if I can find the fucking box. Oh, yeah. That'll be a good <laughs> shout. The only reason I picked this up. It's because it was so brightly coloured. Oh. It's nice blue. Cat. What it was, blue would you say this is? Uh, Coming from a, a car background, oh. what blue would you say this is? Uh, well, it's, it's not quite baby blue. No. But it's quite neon blue, I would say. Yeah. It's quite in your face. It's almost BMW blue. Yeah. yeah the BMWs. Yeah, the old, the old M specs and yeah. stuff. Yeah. No, I see that, definitely. Yeah. Nice picture on the front. Nice picture on the front of a... How much can we talk about? A can of beer. Um, right, here we go. California Cove's got yep. a lovely barcode on it. Yeah, it's got some um, leaves. Uh, Pant 1KR. 
<laughs> whatever that is. I'm not quite sure what that is. Um, Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, which is uh, born in Chico, California. Oh, Chico. It sounds, that sounds it's definitely... Chico um, time. So I've just been to the recycling bin, rummaging through it like a fucking crack addict. Yep. Um, <laughs> I've just managed to find the box. Uh, there's fuck all on that as well. So no marketing bullshit this oh, week, boys. But right. what we will do is... Um, this week, there is no marketing bullshit. <laughs> God, I like that button. I feel like I should have that button every time I say something. Like that. God, that's nice. Right. All right, should, should we get on we it? Go. Let's have a go. Oh, that smells citrusy. Cool, it does not. Citrusy. Now, I don't know who I'm going to offend here. That tastes very similar to Camden Pale, which I love, personally. What are the thoughts? I like that. I like that a lot. I do. Yeah, I, I like that. That's a nice, easy drink. We, yeah, that's an easy drink, yeah. Have we all it's agreed on something again? Yeah. That's very light. Is this the second week, a second episode in a in a row that we've all agreed on something? I could drink that. Yeah. As a non like massive drinker myself, I could drink that. That's quite nice. That's it. It goes down smooth. Nice. I do like a nice bit of citrus. I do as well. Uh, am I slowly converting you to IPAs and no, no. Okay, well, I'll take what I can get then in that in that terms. I really, yeah, really like it. I still like Budweiser. Oh, God. Budweiser is fucking awful. No, it's not. I'm glad you're on my side at Titch. It's not not fucking awful. I will drink it, and I have drank it. It's like saying Strongbow is a nice cider. Strongbow isn't really a cider. It's a fucking acidic piece of shit. (laughs) I was just about to say. (laughs) If I'm drinking cider, I want that fucking uh, Frosty Jack's White Lightning. Oh, Oh, (laughs) baby. I'll see you stumbling around in the middle of town shouting at a pigeon later on, then. (laughs) Do you think it's dead? <laughs> you, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> mm. quite like that. That's quite nice. Yeah. Well, mad shout out to Sierra Nevada. Yeah. Your yeah. California, California IPA is fucking lit. Here's up if you want a deal. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Need all the deals. Three blokes in a studio just cussing people's lager out from lager's IPAs. First one we've had. We like it. Yeah, do us a deal. <laughs> Send us a crate. I'll tell you what I did is... Uh, before lockdown, I uh, went to Brew House and Kitchen. Where's that? So they do, they've got them everywhere, um, but this one was in Dorchester. Mm. And uh, you go in and you can do like a beer tasting experience. Oh, right. And they oh, show you around their own sort of brewery because they got their own brewery in house. And it's quality. You go in and you go, all right, yeah, so see what you make in house. And they give you a load of tasters and everything like that. And uh, then they say, oh, we make these externally and everything like that. And they give you all these tasters. Fuck me, I was trash. <laughs> Fucking lit right Jesus up. Christ, I went with my missus and she's not a big beer drinker. So she li- she probably liked this citrusy one. She's like a light, she likes light beer and everything yeah. like that. But, oh, my God, she was giving me all the other ones. I was fucking down and like anything because they were fucking free. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, I love that. But. I had a pumpkin one because it was Halloween. Right? Uh, it was a pumpkin spiced amber ale, right? And it was the, it was like the complimentary drink that they give you when you walk in the door. And oh god, Jesus Christ! I drank that just because it was free. Yeah, but it was the worst thing I've ever tasted in my fucking entire life. 
Holy shit balls. It was yeah, litter. It was horrible, but definitely worth a visit if you ever get to one. Brew house and kitchen. It is definitely they do like beer tasting experiences. They show you around the whole brewery, how they make them and everything like that. And you've got all different breweries. And you basically, we did a one where you choose uh, like nine different um, beers. And you can choose whichever ones you want. And uh, yeah, it was quality. It was quality. It was good. It was good crack, actually. So good. we could go there and it, the beer connoisseurs that we now are. Mm. We, we just, just slate the just, fuck out just of them. slate the fuck out of all of them. Basically, yeah. Yeah. We know nothing about beer. We just have a bit. It's just something to change up the never-ending stream of Corona, just so we can go. Well, I should have stuck to the Corona. It's a shit. Well, the, we, when we went, we went at a time when the master brewer right, oh. was working. The master brewer. There is. A, yeah, that is actually a title. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he was working. He was like, "Oh, we're, we're you know we're quite quiet at the moment. We'll get him to come over to you guys and explain what we do and everything like that." So he comes up with us. And he was like, you guys interested in beer? And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like really keen on beer. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're putting all this bullshit out. And he's like, well, what you know, type of beer do you like? And I'm like, Corona. Corona. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, bloody hell. Anything else? And I was like, nope. He's <laughs> like, okay, this is going to be a little bit of an experience for you. But, uh, but yeah, it was quality. And I came away knowing a little bit. Beer and IPAs. You probably know oh. more than we do. Yeah. All we know mm. is to open a can, read the can, say something about what we think no it tastes like. No marketing bullshit, but I'm a little bit disappointed about Yeah, that. no. Yeah, like, but then again, saying that, the, the lack of marketing bullshit, I, I kind of like it. Speaks it speaks for itself. They've literally just got one line on here. Family owned, yep. operated and argued over. I think and that's it. I think, yeah. I don't, I don't and again, it. it's a brightly coloured can, so that's why I was attracted to it. Shiny colours. Yeah. Simple minds, shiny colours. Yeah, you know it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah magpie. Yeah. See the shiny colours and go, ooh, ooh, ooh. What's that? Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, what's that? I love that. To be fair, I I'm, a, I'm that a shit for that as well, so I, I can't say too yeah, much. Yeah, Land Rovers. They're, not, they're never shiny though, are they? Land Have you Rovers. seen the state well, of that thing out are. there? Oh, the P38, there, <laughs> there is no point in polishing the P38. You just as well um, piss into the wind, but... I thought that was like a pile of scrap that you had out there. <laughs> Oh, that's your... Oh, that's your... <laughs> Thank uh... you, everyone, for listening. It's been a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough about roasting my cars. Let's get back to this S14. Right. This S14. This old rusty shed. It is a rusty old piece, mind. <laughs> Tell us about this immaculate, low-mileage, one-owner, so... 80,000-mile example that Slight you had rust. and how you preserved that so i looked at it and i thought it needs a little bit of welding but it's not too bad surprisingly the seals were actually all right which is the main thing that go on them and uh, obviously being a uk car it has got a bit of surface rust here and there but it wasn't too bad it wasn't too bad wasn't as mint as i th in my head had it thought it would be but it was all right so i thought you know what i'm gonna keep this standard just gonna put it in the garage don't touch it, and it will just increase in value. And yeah, that lasted for a ten minutes, a week. <laughs> <laughs> I sent it in um, because I didn't have any time at the, at the time. I was working in a dealership, and I didn't have any time to weld it up myself. So I thought, oh, I've got a good friend who does welding every single day. And I thought, just send it into him. Anyway, he's had one of them, so he knows exactly the ways around them and everything yeah. like that. So Where to weld, what's going to go wrong. Exactly. So I sent it to him and I said, look, just give a quick check of the way there and just everything like that. He said, yeah, it's mint. It's, it's got a little thing on the subframe, like I said. 
Um, he said, the seals, they're a bit crusty, but they'll go on or whatever. He said, yeah, it's all good. And he said, um, uh, I've got some coilovers here. Do you want, do you want them? <laughs> Fuck and it. that's how it all starts. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. He said, well, coilers ain't going to be all right if you ain't got wheels on it, have you? <laughs> all right, all some brand new wheels then. Fucking, so I ordered them. I've got an exhaust here if you want that as well. <laughs> Yeah, all right. You might as well weld up the diff way there as well. <laughs> yeah. So next thing full you know, I've got a full fucking, fucking, full, fucking full fucking drift car going. Um, so, yeah, it stays standard very, very long. Not. And, uh, yeah, it's spiraled out of control from there, really. Um, obviously, I'm into my sort of competition drifting as such. That's it. You are a drifty boy. I am a drifty boy. Well, at least I try to be a drifty boy. Um, I can't say I'm any good, but uh, I do try. Uh, probably and, better than we are. And yeah, so I just converted. I just thought, right, well, I'm into my competition drifting. I go to it anyway. I thought, well, I'm going to compete in it. So I, I looked said, up the regs. I'm already there. Exactly. So I looked up the regs and uh, realized that there was a lot of work that needed doing to get yeah. up to regs. So d- I assume you have to have a cage of some sort, yes. buckets, harnesses. So full cage, harnesses. Um, there's so many different things. So... I looked at the most basic sort of competition as such and thought, right, if I get it ready for that or just a little bit more, then it'll be all right. But it also required me to have fire extinguisher, which was plumbed in, um, specific sort of nozzles out here or there and everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It required um, certain sort of like, it required like bonnet catches, boot catches, so they had to be quick release. Oh, there was just a list. I wrote a list of everything needed doing to it. And I was like... Now, look, this is going to take forever to get this. Got it to it, and I've got the car, and then lockdown hit, and I'm like, fuck me, I've just built this car for a competition, and I can't even drive it. And I've had all the cage put in it, because it's got a full six-point full six cage in it, um, full welding cage, um, door bars, a lot, bucket seats, it's got the shut-offs on the dash, so, yeah. you know, ignition's all been removed, it's got pull cords on the dash for the ext- fire extinguisher, it's got the dash pull on the it's got the pull external on the dash though. Ex- yeah. ex- external pull for the marshals to use you know electrical cutoffs it's got fucking everything it's full competition spec and so far i'm yet to use it in the competition <laughs> um that does suck yeah so it does i mean the competition side of it is expensive yeah fucking um, hell you know when you're looking at like realistically for a weekend of competition drifting it's gonna be a thousand pound easily yeah, the tires you go through. So, so yeah, just for a weekend. On a, on a typical weekend, yep. what happens? Do you have like a couple of qualies, then a full send, or so on a usual weekend? Um, we'll take one of the, the rounds for example. We'll take a weekend. Uh, you'll have sort of a practice and a qualifying on one day on a Saturday, for example. Uh, so practice is just open, sort of. You go out whenever you want. You follow a line that the judges set. Qualifying is exactly the same, except you're being watched upon by the judges. You're scored for doing what line you're on, what speed you're on, um, what sort of angle you're doing it at, and so on. You move into the next day, which will then go into like a top 32 sort of battle. So you do top 32. So you'll go against someone else. One will be leading, one will be chasing. Um, and the guy in the lead has got to basically just follow that line that he's doing, doing qualifying. The guy behind has just got to be as close as possible. Right? You swap around. And you basically get judged out of each score and you move on through top 16, top 8, top 4, blah, blah, blah. But the competition has become so sort of, so technical um, and 
so it's it's a struggle to keep up with it. Yeah, you know, it's a big thing. It now. is. I mean, I haven't got a massive budget. You know, I've built my car to a basic competition spec. You know, it's probably running about just over 300, maybe 330 horsepower, something like that. Is that with the standard SR20? Yeah, standard SR20. uh, Unopened SR20. It's just basically bolt-on mods for now. Um, I didn't want it too much power because power, although it helps you to drift, it's it's one of those things where you can rely on power too much. So start off with a lower sort of power. And it's at a power now. It's, you know, it's been mapped and everything like that. So it is so responsive. It actually scares the shit out of me when I drive it. You know, I've driven it once in the wet, and I'm like, I am never driving this again. Um, but you know, I drive it to to what it to what it is. I mean, I've had it out a couple of times, at a couple of practice days, and it is it is an animal. It is an absolute animal. Proper built unit. It is, and you know, you can feel you know with every sort of input that you do on the car, you can feel it through the sort of thing. You know, you know exactly where it's going to go. And I'm at that stage now where I'm like comfortable enough to go into a competition yeah. and know exactly what it's going to do. Yeah. But the competitions has become so sort of, you know, it's expanded so much that people are running silly power with silly tires and I can't keep up with it. Yeah. I just can't keep up with it. You know, when you look at some of the, the top UK competition now, I think the average horsepower of a car, the average is about six, 700 horsepower. Right, for a car. Jesus. That's you know, some of them are running over a thousand horsepower. You know, some of the top level ones, top level in America is average about a thousand horsepower. Uh, d- to be fair, I need a thousand horsepower in my life. God, I'll tell you what, I'd do a lot with a thousand fucking horsepower. I'll tell you that. It would I don't f- know what to build though. Is it the clear or the escort? Neither. A clear <laughs> with a thousand horsepower would be something else, wouldn't it? it I think it would fall <clears> apart. <throat> I think it would. And the Escort, if you give that more than fucking 100 horsepower... <laughs> it will twist off the line. <laughs> oh, yeah, that bitch's chassis mm. is twisted and the roof won't fucking latch anymore. Yeah. <laughs> when you consider that the top guys are running that sort of horsepower, they're running 265, 275, 285 tyres, semi-slicks. Yeah. With all... It's a weird concept to try and get Yeah, why would anyone. you even put fucking semi-slicks on? Obviously, I... <sighs> On our track days, we yep. run semis. Yep. So we got your Nankang AR1s. Yep. Do quite like that tyre. Yep. For grip. Mm-hmm. Why would you put it on it to burn the fuck out so, of it? So drifting, competition-wise, is a weird thing to try and get your head around. It's a lot different to drifting on the streets as such. It's not like... You just send stick... it on your fucking Nexons or something. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, your, your old old shitty old nankangs or whatever you find on yeah. the uh, on the pile you know um drifting in competition is all about ha- being as quick as possible while sideways it's in control of an out of control car <laughs> that is the easiest <laughs> i like that I, I do like that description yeah so these guys you know these top level guys are running completely semi-slicks at 15 psi to get as much grip as possible with zero camber to try and get the car sideways, but as fast as possible. That's it. In my head, that makes no fucking it, sense it, whatsoever. It, drifting, drifting itself is there's no sense to it whatsoever. You're sending a car sideways, you're burning through tires, and you're wasting a lot of money. Yeah, but the whole thing itself is is yeah, being in control of an out of control car, and it is it is a mad thing to get around. Once you get into it, I got into it probably about eight years ago um, from just watching it at uh, local sort of cascoom days or whatever 
And uh, I thought, God, this is this is real keen, this is. And then obviously got friends with Mule and everything like that who had a 14 at the time. And, no, uh, had, could, wasn't it a Skyline? It was the Skyline, <laughs> yeah. It's a nice Skyline. Green as well when it was yeah. Skyline, wasn't it? It's a nice Skyline, mate. And uh, <laughs> he he sort of introduced me to it, I guess. And uh, he's what kick-started it all off. And uh, he could drift somewhat. Uh, we've he, had some interesting times. Yeah, we've yeah, definitely. I, I've been in the car with him before. Send it out. Do you remember that red MX5? Yes. Yeah, yeah. we did um, a couple of laps of our local town. Yes. Um, sideways. Yes. Numerous times. Yes. There's a certain yeah, that, roundabout. That was a uh, good fun. There's a certain roundabout with sheep on it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good. That's a good roundabout. That yeah. Was, yeah. Um, me and him have had some insane times with cars. We actually once did a drift day where we had um, game of drift, right? And we each—I was in the passenger, he was driving. And we we're at a, a practice day, and we had a cup of water each, right? and we had to hold on to it whilst he was doing the lap. So he was driving, and I was passenger, and we had a cup of water each, right? And we had to see who had the most water left, the, in, left in, yeah. in the thing. <laughs> Fuck me! It was the most hilarious thing. I've got a video. On my phone. Honestly, it was the most hilarious thing you've ever seen in your life. There was water everywhere. He had filled his centre console. <laughs> he had got me in the face. I was dripping <laughs> wet. There was no water left in his. I fucking won. I'd just like to put that out there. I won, but I sort of expected to win because he was driving at the time. Yeah. Um, but, the you know, behind all the competition, we like to keep it fun. You know, we... we 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 like to keep it as a still as a as sort of a fun sport yeah. as such. It is a sport, and once you get into the competition ones, there is a lot of politics and stuff behind it. But uh, no politics, Raj. No, no politics. No politics. No politics. I stayed off it all episode. Yeah. So no politics allowed to be allowed, but there is politics behind it, and there is especially at the moment. But I won't get into that. And uh, but we still keep it fun. You know, I still got my sound system in my car. I've taken all stereo out, but I've got like a Bluetooth speaker. The pounds out the fucking we we like the, who let the dogs out. That's a good one to play whilst you're sideways. It's quality. I don't know why. Of all the songs, of all yeah. the songs that you could possibly play, who let the dogs out? It's quality sideways. I, I think you know have the, the Tokyo Drift soundtrack on, but that's, ding, that, that shows ding. you how much I know about drifting. Yeah, Tokyo I think, Drift. I think to be one? fair, that's my level as well. Yeah. But yeah, so that's the sort of uh, the drifting. I've I've got the car. It's not being used at the moment. Um, it is road legal. It's still road legal. And I still do drive it on the roads occasionally, um, but the popo don't seem to like no. it too much. I know the feeling. Mm, yeah, I took it out. I hope no popo's listening to this, but I took it out for a little bit of a test as such um, on a closed road in Mexico. Ah, uh, yep, yep. And uh, as I pulled out of this uh, trading estate in Mexico, yep. uh, some police were right there and uh, they pulled me over and they said, oh, we've had reports of someone, you know, doing one, some one of them drifty boys, doing one of them drifty boys, one of those drifty boys, you know, and we heard, we just heard them and uh, we, we just wondered where you've been and everything like that. He even felt my tires. Ah. See, if my tires. Were, see, see if they were hot. See if they were hot. It was raining that night. The tires <laughs> were stone cold. <laughs> Oh, it wasn't you. Oh, we just, you know, we looked at the car and everything like that. So we thought you might have been, you know. Anyway, on you go. Cheers, bye. Cool, my bummer was yeah, like fucking... I, fucking I can imagine. He was quenched, I'll tell you that. Like Jesus. a rabbit's nose at full chat. <laughs> he was fucking... <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so ever since then, uh, I've sort of stopped the sort of uh, street drifting in Mexico thing. And uh, yeah. 
kept it for the track. It's still always good to keep. Mexico's a long, long way away, isn't it? It is, so yeah, exactly. And it's it's you know, just a bit of, inconvenient. Yeah, waste of fuel. So. Yeah. Um, you had a good question. Oh, yeah, I wanted to um, sort of scroll back a few years, probably Here we go. more than a few. Here we go. I wanted to ask, you had a polo. Yes. And it was, oh, no, I'm going to fuck up here. I want to say it, uh, not a 9N. No, it nope. wasn't. I did have a 9N3. You did have a 9N3. I remember yeah. that one. I've had Is three polos. The, yeah, somebody was, had two. I can't, I, I'm, I can't remember the actual model of I it. I had a but, 6N2. Yeah. We talked about I had a nine and three GTI. Yeah, I remember that. And then I had a six R. Six R. Knew it was an R. I couldn't remember what it was. A nine uh, R or that six the R. Black one. No, the black one was the six N two. Right. With the Ronald Ronald turbos. Yeah, that's yes. it. Ronald's on. The nine and three GTI was the silver one, which had a number of different wheels and stuff on, which I wrote off. Um, Full and send. Then, and then I had the six R, which. It's a super, super show car. I don't like to talk about that because it's a lot of money. But yes, yes, it was a little bit of a show car. Um, and yeah, this was oh, back yeah, in the days. Oh, yeah, was that the red one? Yes, the red one. Yeah. That was originally grey. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that basically I bought complete standard because I wanted a nice car to drive. <laughs> that's and always again, how it starts. Always oh. how it fucking starts. Oh, that's a nice car. We keep it stock. Oh, yeah. Ten I bought that off a, off a dealership in Bristol, and it was actually the, the bosses of dealership in Bristol. It was actually his own personal car. Weirdly, no one had sat in the back seats. Just an interesting fact about that car. <laughs> anyway, I bought it, and uh, yeah, it sort of stayed standard for a little while. Again, mm. about a week. Yeah. I and, say, then I fucking... put, and then I realized that my coilovers that I had on my. Nine and three fitted on my on my six R, so I put them on and then it spiraled out. <coughs> That's where it starts. Yes, that, you yeah. get the itch. all from there. Honestly, I just I just buy a standard car. I'll keep it standard, and I'll drive it standard. And I yep. won't I won't waste money yep. on mods because I'll never see it back when I come to sell it. No, no, exactly. and, I, and I won't modify it so far that I can't put it back to standard. No, no, I'll be stupid. That would be that. That would be a ridiculous ridiculous thing to that'd do, be crazy it? because yeah. then if you if you modify it beyond that yep. you can't put it back to standard then yeah. you really limit your market and you're going to limit the money you're going to get from yeah. the car so what did you do with it titch well you know i spent a couple of hundred quid on it you know um you know just just a little bit on it you know i'll tell you the story right and uh it started off with a car show that i went to and i was fully loaded up with kit in the back and we were sat on bump stops because it was a low car anyway, but it was sat on bump stops and I blew the bump stops out on the M5. Oh, shit. And it made a hell of a fucking racket. Blew the shocks out and uh, it was like... Pulled over, got towed up by the AA. Still went to the show anyway. That's commitment. That is commitment. On the back of the AA van. And thought to myself, well, what do I do from here? Do I put it back to standard? Do I do what you know it was before and risk it happening again? Or do I go all out and, you know, put it on you know, this thing called Air Ride? I don't know if any of your uh, viewers have uh, heard of Air Ride, but it's, um, it's a suspension which uses air to raise it up and down. Oddly enough, I'm quite familiar with air right. suspension. Uh, yes, being, a, you, know, you know, a Land Rover person, Air Ride is a, a thing that they do it's have. It's a normal thing from the factory, yeah. Yeah. Most what reliable part of the car. <laughs> reliable, fucking me. Yeah. The most unreliable. <laughs> that was a funny joke I made. <laughs> honestly. So, yeah, I did that, and then I thought, well, you know, go from there, innit? And how far and did it go? Okay, so. Very, very far. 
Uh, 26k put in that car. Fucking hell, on oh a polo, my mind. God. That includes original purchase price. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Nah, so, I, your mind's I, got keen as fuck. Oh, my God. I put a lot of money into that. So, I had it wrapped. I had... I worked this out the other day. 14 different sets of wheels on it. What? you got issues. Um, uh, it ended up settling on a set of gold-plated centred wheels. So BBSs, real BBSs, which were the centres were gold-plated. Um, which gold like this is another level compared to gold us. Gold-plated wheels don't don't work with brake dust. No. They don't work. They lasted five minutes and they cost me 1,800 quid to get the centres done. Um, and yeah, so air ride... Fully polypushed. Um, the interior was all completely retrimmed. Front and rear seats were retrimmed. Gear stick retrimmed. Steering wheel retrimmed. iPad dash. Uh, <laughs> you name it. It was done to it. So, yeah, I spent a fair old whack on it. And that's I another it. level compared to like, I'm gonna say, what uh, we uh, do. We've got no visual here, but I've literally stood here for the last 30 seconds. His for the last eyes 30 seconds, fucking just my eyes wide blowing open. out of my head. Yeah, it was, um, it was, yeah, it was a, Big, basically everything I earned went on it and I ended up being a car that I didn't want to drive because I didn't want to ruin it you know the wrap was fully you know I had it wrapped by again Southwest Hinton in Wellington shout out shout out and uh, yeah it basically stayed in the exact same condition that it come out from that wrap so I had it fully sealed everything you know I didn't want to didn't want to ruin it and it did literally you, just sat uh, there what colour did you have it done so I had it in, done in like a cherry sort of red um, so was it a uh, uh, gloss? Yeah, chrome. gloss like. Gloss. Did you have it? Um, was, it was a real nice color. Was PPF around back then? Yeah, it was. Yeah, but with the with the wrap, I thought, well, I don't need to get PPF, so I thought I'd just you know just get the wrap on, and if I do ever ruin it, then I can just have the wrap redone. But uh, I kept it in such good condition that I didn't ever need to get the wrap redone. And uh, what? Yeah, it was. It would stay in a good condition if you didn't fucking drive it. Well, yeah, there is that, and I still managed to clean it every weekend. I, it was it was one of those times where I was like, you know, and I had to try and keep up with the with the competition, you know, and I had to try and get it into the shows and and you know, but I ended up only driving it to shows, and it was that's I think that's what comes with when you spend that kind of money on <laughs> yeah, a car. Yeah, fucking hell. You've been there, Marlon, with the Evo. Yeah. I mean, didn't take it to shows, but it was so immaculate, and you've done so much to it that it just got to a point where it was like, if I park this in Tesco's and somebody doors yeah. it... I'm going to fucking lose my shit. So I'm yeah. never going to take it to Tesco's. Yeah. If, you, if you can't take a car like that to Tesco's, you can't take it anywhere no. yeah. within reason. So it gets to a point where you sort of think, that's it. I it's basically, a lovely I've got a fucking, fucking driveway ornament. Yeah, yeah, that's it. i got a lawn ornament. It's and a big paperweight. Yeah, that's it. it. All it is. So many of our friends, including myself, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've got my black Range Rover, which is not here at the moment, obviously, as all the listeners That's know. That's it. When that comes back, mate. Yeah. But no, I, the thing is with that, I've I've fully accepted that it is a money pit. And the money I put into it, I'm never going to get back. I know this, but it was a car that I wanted from 16. When they first came out, I was about 16. I mean, somebody like. had to want them. Oh, shut your hole. Um and I had dreams of owning a 4.2 supercharged Range Rover, 400 horsepower. I just thought that is it. That is the pinnacle of what it's I want. Got to be the fucking only person in the UK that's dreamt of that. Such a dick. <laughs> let let a man dream, Marlon. <laughs> let a man dream. So yeah, and I bought it, and I, I worked my 
fucking nuts off to play uh, that yeah, car. To be fair, I take the piss out of it, but she is fucking yeah, gorgeous. I, and the thing is, I uh, I'm not I don't daily drive it, and I didn't. No, I did, it's I, not reliable. <laughs> I did. I didn't. I didn't daily drive it for a long time. I haven't bought the house and you know, various expenses, and I just essentially couldn't afford the fuel in it. It was at thirteen to the gallon. Like it was one hundred and twenty quid to fill the fucking thing. Just not going to happen when I got mortgage today. No. When I first bought the house, obviously things are a bit different now. But so having bought it, and I drove it, drove it, drove it, drove it, and then obviously I bought my daily driver, the P thirty eight, and I drove that to work, and I sort of thought, oh, I'll part that up, I part that up, and I'll, I'll get round to that, I'll get round to that, I get round to that, and then I sort of thought, oh, Jesus Christ, like I'm not driving this fucking car. So then obviously it's gone to the workshop. <laughs> Some uh, an amount of money is being spent on it, which what started off as just t- get just just, t- just touch up the subframe and um, you know sort out the supercharger clatter has pretty much turned into an entire man- mechanical rebuild. Well, if you're doing that as well, you just as well do this and you just well, as well. that's a part. You yeah, might yeah. as well just do that before precautionary. Exactly, you've nailed it. While that's out, you may as well do that. So uh, that's as far as we've got onto it. But when it comes back, I do intend to drive it every weekend. Because it, I work too hard to let it go, and if I do sell it, what am I going to do? What am I going to get for it? Ten, if I'm lucky. And what am I going to do? Put some double glazing in my house. Boring. <laughs> so well, that's that's exactly the same as my Polo. You know, I bought it for nine grand. I had it for three years, I think, and I sold it for ten and a half grand. Oh, so well, I made, on. And you, I made you, a sixteen k loss. But did it. you? You didn't sell it done. Yes, I did. <sighs> sold it as is. Oh my! Yeah, I could have split it for more, but it was one of those ones where at the time I wasn't using it, and I was like, you know what, just get rid of it. So I sold it to some guy, um, and yeah, from there I was like, well, I don't know what to do now. What you know? So that's why. And then it must, all, it, it must almost have been disheartening. It was. It was really when disheartening. you when you put it up for you know obviously when you first put it up you're putting it up for what you think it's worth, and yep. you know you you still accept that you're not going to get that money back, but you think. It must be worth this. Yes, and you get no interest. Yeah. You could, I could put it up for sixteen k. I could put it up for eighteen k. You know, and I know exactly what I've spent on it. But no one's never, gonna. No, no, no one's one got that level of interest. No one's gonna go um, near you. So I had to put it up for what it is, and I had to sell it for what it is, and I just had to accept it. And that's why I got the S fourteen as a bit of. You know, I was scared about people with the polo. I was scared about people even touching the car. You know, no, thing, I, I've oily been, yeah. fingerprints on the car. You know, that was that was. You know, and it, my OCD was going fucking wild. No, on the same, on the same. Black with Range the S14, you know, I'm a bit more like, well, it's a drift car. It's gonna get battered. You know, I've got scuffs on it. Actually, I've got a nice, nice scuff on it. Actually, right? Which Did you send it, it too hard? I sent it properly hard, mate. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I've got a story Giggity. to tell you. Right? You, you enjoy. Your listeners will love this. I'm gonna get <laughs> ripped out of it. But you wait, right? So I got this scuff on the back bumper, right? You know the Hadouken, right? Sign where he's like that, and it's like it looks like that across the back bumper. And it looks like I ran a wall perfectly, right? And I tell everyone, I tell everyone, oh yeah, I did a, I did a proper sick like sick wall run, yeah, right? full set. I was full ninety degrees to the wall and everything like that, and uh, they're like, how did it actually happen? I reverse into someone in the picture. <laughs> I was in the pits waiting to go out and there was an MX-5 behind me and it had the bumper painted in a white emulsion paint, right? Oh, lovely. And someone came up to my window and was like, oh, that guy there, that professional guy there wants someone to go out with him. He was a a British drift champion 
and he was well, British drift driver, and he said he wanted someone to go out with him. I was like, oh, and I got all excited, right? And but he Fucking let him have it. Didn't realize the MX5 was right behind me and fucking smacked into it, and the fucking half the bumper fell off under me fucking car, and it's still on there now. <laughs> <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, so if me. you look at me back bumper now, there's a nice scuff on there, right on the corner. It looks fucking mint, but uh, it was only full wall send. Nah, nah, MX5. fucking MX5 with a matte motion fucking bumper. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that. And, uh, so yeah, I don't really care about the S14 too much. It's, that's it's, it. Like, it's I'd... a bit battered. It's you know, it's gonna get battered and everything like that. You know, and I I have put it up for sale, thinking you know what, I don't really use it at the moment because of lockdown. I put it up for sale. And then I've seen some bargains for it, and I thought, ah, oh, well, I'll just buy that while I've got it. You know, I've got a full body kit for it now, and everything like that. <laughs> and it's fully painted and stuff. And I think, oh, you know, I'll just put this got little bit carried on away. Oh, it's just fucking endless, isn't it? I yeah. know that I hate cars. Yeah. Mate, mate once you start, like, I bought this, uh, I got a new. Have you seen the Clear? Yes. Yeah. So, cheap track car, yeah. right? I won it on eBay, two grand, lovely. It's already got a half cage in it. Mm-hmm. It's got buckets, it's got harnesses, um, had another set of wheels with it. Lovely. So what do I need to do with it? Well, ideally nothing. Exactly. So we're like three grand later now. <laughs> Fucking things on coilovers. We got another set of wheels. It, it just goes out of control, doesn't it? It does, mate. It re- it honestly really Your does. Your cheap track car turns into a fucking monstrosity. I honestly didn't realise, you know, a lot of people say, oh, drifting's expensive, drifting's expensive. And I knew it was going to be expensive, but I didn't quite realise how expensive it was going to be. Oh, yeah, on the scale, yeah. You you can do it cheaply. You can do it cheaply by all means. You can have an MX-5 or a BMW yeah, and you can just put some But you're not going to be competitive at that level. Be, you know, it even comes down to the point where of wheels. Now, wheels were a big thing for me where I think, right, I've got to set wheels on my car, but hang on a minute. I'm going to be burning out those rear tyres, and I need another set of wheels and tyres to go on there. Ready to rock. And it ended up being that I had to buy another 10 pairs of wheels so that I could put tyres on them to prepare to go out. Fucking 10 pairs. So I, and uh, you know, you can buy them secondhand, but obviously I was like, you know. Oh, they got to be nice. Got to be good. So, um... Luckily, my sponsors, Rotor Wheels, hooked me up. Still with some expensive wheels, but I paid cheaper than... Shout out to Rotor. I do love the Rotor Wheels. Yeah, so obviously, you know, fake works, but they do the job and they're fucking good. So I've now got like, yeah, 16 wheels, I think. So I could just chop on there. But, you know, that was a massive expense that I had to put out. And I think that wasn't even something I considered. And, you know, when you've got to consider now that the... The closest track to us probably here is Pembry in Wales, which is a one and a half to two hours journey. Yeah. So I've got to rent a trailer, put the trailer on the back of my car, get the car on the trailer, I've got to put all the wheels in, got to get all the tyres done. Tyres... That's it. It's not a small task. It's not. And, you know, when the tyres are sort of... To keep up with the competition, the tyres are 50 quid a piece, 50, 60 quid a piece. So what do you run on... A weekend? So, normal tyres that I run is just any old shit that I can find. You right. know, cars that are coming with fucking nails and tyres in illegal places. Yeah. I just thought, ah, fuck it, that'll do. Plug it. Yeah, plug it, that'll it. do. You know, it's that You're not using it on the road, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and if it blows out within two seconds, it's all right. But 
with the competition wise, we are running, you know, semi slicks, you know, Zestino tires, or I'm running extremes on mine, which are extreme semi slicks. I, ha I have. Are they any good? I have heard. So, um, I put some extreme tires on the front of my car, on the front of the S14, and I put some extreme semi slicks on there. Right. And I thought, well, Let's take them out. You know, they feel hard as hell. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I want soft tires on the front for grip and everything. Like that. I got a bit of heat into them, mate. And honest to God, you have never seen tires like it, right? Really? I came into a roundabout at 70 miles an hour and I hooked around a roundabout. No issues. It, 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 my stomach fell into my passenger seat. Just because like, you, oh yeah, you were stuck. <laughs> And it was. I've heard a few good things about them. Like uh, I got a good YouTuber bloke, which I've kind of spoken to once or twice. Rusky World shit. Yep. Shout out. Um, he runs Extremes. Yes. And they're cheaper than like your. They are indeed NS2s. And the good thing about them is they take the old carcasses away. Right. When you use them, they take the old carcasses away. Remold them. And they'll remold them. Right, and they'll get them. Right, the guy, right, um, the guy that owns Extreme Tires UK, right, the, all the tires come from like Poland or somewhere like that. Uh, right? Speed Alley. And uh, he personally drives to Poland in a truck. No way. Picks up the tires that people have ordered to bring them all the way back and then distributes them out. Once people are done with them, he pick, goes around the UK, picks, picks up everyone's old again. carcasses, takes them back out to Poland, <laughs> picks up the next lot. And he does that twice a week. Drives to Poland Fucking twice hell. a week. That's commitment. That is hell of a commitment, right? You got and love yeah, for the game. You know, when you can get semi-slick tires for 50, 60 quid a tire. That's it. They ain't dear. And, you know, I, I can't That's it. I think the AR1s are about £110 a tire at the minute. Yeah. The extremes I was looking at are about £80 a yeah, tire. Exactly that. You know, and it is, it's one of those things where you think, well, we'll give it... A, I, I thought, I'll give it a try... I actually, my first set of tires from them, I actually won for free from a from when they did a competition um, at the Autosport show. And I got them for free and I thought, oh, I'll just try them out because they're free. Yeah. I tried them out and I, I wouldn't go back, mate. Wouldn't go back, mate. I've been well impressed with them. I had their, I took their their tires out. Um, they've got some like some wets that they do some specific for drifting. I took them out for last drift day, mate, and nothing could keep up. Nothing could keep up. People are like, what the fuck have you got in yeah. that? And I'm like, it's just a 300 brake S14, but with decent tires yeah. and decent sort of alignment setup. I hope the missus isn't listening. We all, we we gonna we always retire later. <laughs> so tell us, how long does it take you to burn for a set of tires? Okay, so on a on a competition day. On a competition day, you're not actually doing many runs, so you're probably gonna burn through. Okay, so when I had I had some remolds that I took out on a practice day, and I burned through them in four minutes. Four minutes. Four minutes. So Is that, that flat four out. minutes flat out or four minutes flat out? I burnt for a brand new set of tires. And a brand new set of tires is going to cost you 50, 60 quid every four minutes. It's and that cheap. is why drifting is an expensive hobby and yeah. car, uh, racing in general. Racing in general is is yeah. expensive. Drifting is not a cheap hobby. When you go into competition days, you're probably going to use or competition weekend. You're probably going to use twelve to sixteen sets of tires. That's fucking hideous, isn't it? Good God! And 
you know, people wonder why it's such an expensive sport to get into. Like, you know, we we want to take it away from the street stuff. You know, we want to turn it into an actual motorsport sort of thing. You know, at the moment, I'm involved with a local, I say local-ish, it's down in Exeter, a car show called Autofest. Shout out to Autofest. Um, they've Hello. got me on board to run a drift competition at their car show. And I'm also going to be doing sort of um, drift passenger rides there. So professional drift passenger rides, me and a few others are going to be doing them down there. But again, you know, it's over a weekend and we're only doing passenger rides. It's still going to be, you know, 10 to 12 sets yeah, of tires like that I'm going to go through. Geez. 10 sets of rears, isn't it? And, you know... The fronts, you know, they last a little while. Yeah. The front, they do take a beating because when you're on lock, you know, the Ackerman angle and all that. Yeah, they're, they're, they're scrubbing like fuck. But, yeah, rear tyres is an expensive thing. And uh, without sponsorship, you pretty much won't go anywhere, which is which is a tough one to sort of beat, really, you know. Motorsport is a, one of those things where if you want to get good at it and you want to be high in it, you've got to have the money. And it's, yeah. uh, it's something at the moment that I don't have. And uh, it, it's... It's a work in progress, but we'll get there eventually. As well. It's fucking terrifying to think that you, you're going to go through, you know, in the double figure sets of tires on yep. on a day, yep. and that is that's a cost that you've already factored in before getting there. If I were to go on an off road day, mm -hmm. I am thinking, am I going to shit a transfer box? Yeah, and that's 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 just Which me worrying yes. in the back of my mind, yep. thinking it might happen. Otherwise, I'm thinking this car is going to get through. I might scuff a bumper. I might. You know, I might knock the not the exhaust coming in off far too tight attack angle, and that's about it. And I'm thinking, uh, second hand transfer box can be about 250 quid, eight hours labor for me to fit it, and that's it. And I, I'm shitting myself thinking about that, but as you're going into something thinking, yep. this is a thousand pound yep. weekend yep. easily. When you think as well with drifting, your car is constantly on the limit. You're yeah. pushing a car to more than it actually wants to be. You know, you're losing. You, you've you're welded up the diff. You're sending all that power through the rear wheels, and you're expecting the car to do all these things that the car really shouldn't be doing. Yeah, you know, you know, you you've you've built this car to be some doing something on the limit constantly. It's not like it's not like um, you go to a track day and you can literally just bang it around the track, and you you know you have a bit of break in between. Your car is constantly off the limiter. You're constantly burning tires. You're constantly you know. You know, one of my guys, one of my guys that I know has just finished his car. It's a two litre. It's exactly the same as my car, SR20. And he's now become... Motec system exhaust? Motec system exhaust? Oh, Reg. Why are you looking at me on Motec system exhausts? <sighs> Fast and Furious one. Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, Literally watched the first Fast and Furious the other day and I've oh, already forgot. I'm, I'm fucking disappointed. Brain like a sieve. Took him a little while. Anyway, he's got uh he's possibly got the fa the the most power SR twenty in the UK currently. Right. He's built that to six hundred and seventy horsepower. He took in out an SR twenty an SR twenty, right, which is pushing it a lot. Yeah, anyone me, anyone that knows the SR twenty is gonna know that's big exactly. power, but anyone that doesn't it's, know an SR twenty single turbo. Yes, it knows that it's a it's a four banger. <laughs> <laughs> it, it shouldn't be that anywhere near that. You put six hundred brake horsepower for a four banger, you're gonna throw a rod through the block. Exactly, you know. And he took it out, and the first time he took it out on the road, even just a normal drive, he blew two two drive shafts on it. Fuck, you know, 
And you think you've you're pushing these cars to yeah, the limit. Yeah, that's it. You're 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 finding the next weak point. Exactly. It's every force you're putting on the car. You're putting force on the engine constantly, like you say, off the limiter. Mm-hmm. Every joint, every bush, every everything that moves yep. on that car or doesn't move or doesn't move yeah. is constantly under immense amounts of strain. Yep. All the time. Yep. Hundred percent. And you you know that hitting the track, you're like in the back of your head. I'm probably gonna do. I'm gonna do this many tires. Yep. I'm gonna do. Maybe the, those bushes mm-hmm. are probably gonna be shagged. I might mm-hmm. well bend this. A, a drive shaft's probably gonna fall out the fucking side of the gearbox. Yep. yep. When you consider like you take your Clio Clios to a track day. Now, something that's something that I've always wanted to do is take it to Clio to a track day, bang it around a track, drive it home, job done. Right. Sometimes. Sometimes. But you know that if you take it, but if you get it back from the track day, the track. Say for example, the track day has been successful. The only thing you might need to do is give it a little check over it and everything's Yeah, done. literally, uh, uh, pressures, yep. uh, probably just change the brake yep. fluid again yep. because at some point you're going to boil it. Yep. Um, make sure you've got enough pad left. Yep. That is about yep. it. Take drifting. You're pretty much going to write your rear end off of your car. Your, all of your alignment's going to be out. You're going to have to do a full change of the that, engine. Yeah. To be fair, to... on the Clio side of things, like... You're taking curbs like they're going out of fashion, mm-hmm. so geo is a mm-hmm. necessity. Drifting is you, you're taking your car to another level. Yeah, you know? completely. I've known I've known guys. You know, for example, 2019 season when it was in full swing, they went through six engines in a full season. Six Fucking engines. Hell. Six and, engines. And these are engines that on stop. They're being, not cheap. Stop being produced. Yes. 100%. 20 plus years ago. 20%. So they're buying they're buying old blocks. They're having them reboard, restroked, yep. Yep. you know, cranks reground, yep. forged. So they're putting thousands of pounds into these engines and they've got and they're going through multiples of them in a season. In a season. Just and, to try to compete. And this is the kind of money we're talking. Yep. When you see somebody out on the street giving it big licks, as would say, giving it big licks around the fucking roundabout. And thinking, what a fucking plum. And then you see somebody on the track doing that. They are two absolutely different fucking Completely different apart. things. Completely different things. And, you know, that's what, you know, we, we're trying to push as sort of the competition side of it. We're trying to push that side of we aren't these people that do it on the streets. Okay, we, some of us drive us our cars on the streets or whatever, but we're not going to be, we're, we're actually pushing it as a normal sport, as a proper motorsport, you know. Yeah. It's now FIA rec- uh, recognised. Yeah. And there is now an FIA, you know, MSA. Uh, Governing of, body exactly, to see over it. For drifting. And, you know, they, they've got their own competition, you know, and it's uh, international competition. So it's one of those things that we want to push. And, uh, you know, with me now, helping to organize this one at uh, AutoFest and stuff like that. We're hoping to push it that sort of way. Um, but yeah, hopefully, once all this lockdown ends, we can get out with the car a bit more and do some more do some more competitions, some more pasteurize and stuff like that, and just show people a bit more about it, really. Um, but yeah, because it's not, it's not widely recognized as a, as a sport. Most people just see it as, oh, that looks cool going sideways. Um, but a lot Eight. of people love it. Full send. Full send. A lot of people love it. You take Cascoon, for example. You go to a, an action day of Cascoon, and uh, you watch people go around the track, and you know, doing normal track days, and people are like, "Yeah, this is, this is great," you know. And uh, five minutes later, you're bored as hell. 
and there's hardly any crowds. You get the drifters on, and everyone piles to the side of the track to see these drifters because it's it's like an unexpected thing. It's a bit of you know action there. We do like want to see a crash, though. We do love a crash, don't yeah. we? Yeah, we, we do love a crash, and uh, Castle Coombe is one notorious oh. for crashes. Yeah. Um, do you do you remember that Fiat Twenty Valve Coupe? Yes. Yes. That was fucking incredible. I'd yes. never seen something crash that bad. Castle Coombe is, is notorious. Did you know that Castle Coombe, that first corner, is the, the the most crashed place in the UK? Oh, wow. No, I didn't know that. So I found that out, and uh, I fully believe it. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> uh, on probably one of my first track days, that's the corner I went off. It, it's one of those corners where you come over the top, and... You you're coming hold... in way too hot. Yeah, you're, and you're I've just got to hold um, on. Uh, I was in the cult at that point, and I had a uh, championship-winning race car driver yep. as co-pilot saying, um, you don't need a break yet. Don't break, don't break, don't break. And I was like, no, I need to break. We're going too fast. It ain't going to stop. He was like, don't break, don't break, don't break. I didn't break. Went off. <sighs> Ended up grass-cutting. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you didn't need a break sooner. I was like, oh, I try to fucking tell you. <laughs> But yeah, shout out to RJ Motorsport. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah, it's one of those corners, isn't it? It's one of those corners that's very sort of, you know, you don't know what's going to come. You, Especially with the drifting side of it, because you're coming over it. Some of those guys, you know, I'm I'm yet to do Coombe. Hopefully within the sort of near future, I, I get onto the sort of Coombe days. But some of those guys, especially in like the lower power sort of escorts and stuff, they're coming over everyone rise that first corner at 120 mile an hour yeah. on, the, on the handbrake. And that is, for, for normal people driving it, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, and you're no. trying to hold on to it at 120 mile, yeah. mile an hour. That's um, it. We probably crested that. Like The Colts brakes were stock. We had EBC pads in. Which are EBC fucking litter. EBC yeah, you pads. Have to remember, nobody made anything for the Colt back then. <laughs> so I, EBC was the only kind of performance pad I could get hold of. I had green stuff in my old Polo. Oh wow! Just because they didn't produce any brake dust. Right. Because they didn't fucking work. Because they didn't fucking work. So yeah. <laughs> they were Squeak, fucking quality. Squeaky boys, they are. <laughs> I ain't gonna get a fucking brake pad deal with VBC, you know? I had a set in the Range Rover, the black one. Yeah. And I was thinking, yeah, you know, a big car, do with some nice pads and some nice discs. Yep. So I went grooved and uh, groove vented and drilled yep. on the front. And I thought, fuck it, you know, they're Brem they're you know, genuine Brembo calipers that come with the car and they come with genuine Brembo pads as standard. So I was huh. like, fuck that. Get nah. me some EBCs. No. All the racy boys know EBCs. <laughs> oh yeah. So I got myself some yellow stuffs. Uh, they were the dustiest squeakiest shittest useless fucking pads I've ever had in my life and I pulled them straight out banged a set of Brembo's back in there silent as the fucking night I was like why on earth and my bloke you know garage that I use quite regularly like what on earth did you think that was a good idea I was like well EBC's racy innit like I want to stop stopping's good (laughs) racers stop and they were like no, just just stick with what you know, Range yeah. Rover boy. I always remember when I was. This was a different fucking weekend at Coombe, um, and I think probably the Colt again because that was like the most trackist car. And we had yellow stuff in the front again, and I had a very good mate of mine uh, in the passenger seat. Uh, we full sent it for a couple of laps, and we were coming back in down through the last chicane at Coombe. I think I remember this. 
We ran out of brakes, baby. We couldn't stop. We didn't make the chicane. We went straight over. Oh, shit. They glazed? That, that was a proper, like, bumhole squeaky moment. They overheated? They glazed? They... they were fucking litter. Like, they were just gone? Yeah, they were gone. Like, we instead of going around the chicane, I came down this tower in it. Bottom corner. Top corner. Yeah, the one right at the far end. Yeah. Yep. Came around there. Lovely. Was probably 110-ish. Went to break. I was like, nothing's fucking happening. The pedal's solid, so we haven't bought the fluid. There is no brake pad left. Oh, there was brake pad left. There was half a brake pad left. It just didn't fucking do anything. Ooh. Since then, I've never bought EBC. Shout out to EBC. <laughs> yeah, you Shit fucking litter. fucking bad. I've never fucking used in my life. Always now, I like the Frodo stuff. Yep. 2500s. Yep. Uh, Brembo high carbon discs. Yep. Um, Tarox stuff as well. Yeah. Very decent. good, but it's very expensive. expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I much agreements there. Yeah, I had some seven pound pads from Halfords once with the oh, Halford wow. trade card. Yeah, and they were better than the EBC stuff. So <laughs> that just <laughs> says it all down. Yeah, and they caught fire, and they were still working. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> EBC shite. They caught fire. Oh man, Cheddar Gorge. Right, I, I, d- I don't know what fucking time we'll run that, but we got to be somewhere fucking deep yeah, into it fucking now. Fucking hell. So I reckon we'll call that last question. Last question. I always do this. Yeah, oh, so here we, always here do we this. go. Right. Tell us something your mum doesn't know. Oh, no. Did it's you prepare for the wrong n- question? N- no, I p- didn't prepare at all because I didn't know what question you were going to ask me. I was thinking, <laughs> oh, God, they could, they could... Uh... <sighs> your mum doesn't know. Oh, shit. She does that, definitely doesn't know the question about the old... Uh, the waking up in a different person's... Bad story. <laughs> um, but I haven't got a story. Is uh, I've still got a foreskin. I've still got a foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Rat. <laughs> um, and uh, but I'm not sure. Uh, I'm sure she knows that. I'm not sure how she would know that, but I'm sure she assumes she'd been looking. She she hasn't been. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> um, what does my mum doesn't know? Um, she walked in on me once. No. Yeah. What jacket? Someone was on top of me. Dang. And you managed to. She doesn't know what was going she on. She doesn't know what's going on. And you managed to play it off. Play it completely. Played it off. How the heck? Cuddling. What, what the? F- the Xbox was on pause at that point. And you just oh. And uh, she, a certain person was on top, and uh, yeah, she. Fully ducked down underneath the covers, and I just picked up the controller beside <laughs> me, and played it off. Shout out That's to Forza Motorsport Four. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. And uh, yeah, completely played it off. And uh, yeah, yeah, paused the game, and I won the actual race. <laughs> I won the fucking race, and I've never been so fucking happy in my fucking life because not only did I ejaculate, I won. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. That's it. That's it. That's a perfect place to end. Titch, you've been fucking brilliant. Shout thank you for having me. No, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Yeah, it's a, fucking a hell. great insight into the world of drifting, the world of your cars, and the, the world of money that you've spent. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fucking brilliant. Right. 
thank you to everyone on Instagram who's been sharing, all the people that have been following us. All the likes. You, all the likes, all the shares. You all, know you are, baby. Yeah, same shit every week. You know, you know. No, it's been fantastic. Thank you, everyone. And I've been Reg. I've been Marlon. And I've been Titch. And you guys have been fucking brilliant. Thank you for listening. We what? will see you on the next one. Yeah.